Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Lust, a sports law attorney. You can check out his podcast, Conduct Detrimental. Uh, He is uh, often seen and heard on ESPN, ABC, CBS, Fox Sports. I'm probably missing places. And also professor at... uh, New York uh, Law School and Fordham Law as well. And Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. A lot of hats, but I will be clear that this story is one that I've been following for about three years. So, yeah, it might be just a story that some might think is a Washington story, but but this is a story that law students find interesting, lawyers, uh, Congress people. So you guys got a lot going on in Washington. Happy to break it down. Appreciate it. Yeah, because we do need a lawyer. Because, you know, a lot of times you hear this stuff and it's like, okay, then you get to the the real crux of it, and it's salacious, and it's and it's bad, and you know it seems awful these allegations. But then you're like, yeah, but really, there's nothing that's going to happen out of it, right? But this seems to be the first one we've seen where I don't know, can we uh, admit? Can we say that there could be some some serious uh, some serious uh, things that that come out of this, or is it too early to say that? Um, okay, so as someone that uh, again, I've been following this since July of 2020, so. Been watching this happen, you know, this kind of slow drip. Um, you know, early on in the saga, I, you know, owners have gotten in trouble. Uh, there's a story that no one's talking about today involving Jerry Jones. So, you know, owners get in trouble. Sometimes it's front page, sometimes it's the back page, sometimes it's the tenth page, and no one cares about it. Sometimes it's a footnote. So, as this story has kind of rolled and rolled, um, you know, I think it went initially from kind of institutional controls. Maybe Snyder didn't know, maybe he didn't know about those kind of cheerleader photo shoots and toxic workplace, and then it became claims directly involving Snyder, and then Congress gets involved. There is a different tenor to this story today, um, you know, and there are people that I think have tuned out to the story, and they go, okay, sure. Snyder's in trouble. What is new? Right. There is something new about this, uh, and that's the allegation, essentially, that the NFL has long known of these allegations dating back 2020, if not earlier, uh, and, and they've tried in their own sense to put the story to bed, be it uh, trying to settle these lawsuits between minority partners and the team, um, something that we've we followed for a while over here. But the NFL's level of knowledge, we've never really known. And the story speaks directly at Roger Goodell and the NFL. Um, and maybe, right, maybe that's why this story has gone on for so long. Investigations that have occurred since July of 2020, it doesn't take three years to investigate a team. So maybe now we know uh at least partial reason for this delay. Yeah, and, and look, it looked, it seemed to me that they were giving him a graceful, if you will, way to go out, right? Like, I'm selling this team, you know, make the deal. Now that it's drug on, 
I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just too suspicious here, but it doesn't seem like a coincidence that suddenly some some more dirt is being dropped as as this thing has not picked up steam. Yeah, I mean, the story that happened this past week, which I'm sure you guys were on top of, right, the report that Snyder was trying to block Bezos from, from buying the team. So yeah. the NFL is, from the optics for me, the NFL is bending over backwards to try to, you know, uh, help Snyder out on the way out, right? They, they're kind of delaying this report, I think hoping that he would voluntarily sell the team and then the story could kind of fade to the background. Much like these minority shareholders, right, they sold their interest to Snyder, and then those guys faded to the background, so we never heard about those particular allegations. And you'd imagine with the sale of, of that type, right, minority shareholders selling back to the team, that they would sign confidentiality agreements, NDAs, of which Dan Snyder knows very, very well. Um, and I think, you know, just with what's happened this past week, I think the NFL had been hoping, hey, let's just get Snyder out. You know, we can sell to Bezos, whoever. Let's get him out the door. And then when this story hits, right, or a story of this magnitude hits, it's not as big of a deal in the NFL because we did the right thing and we got him out. Um, but now the problem is, right, we're still caught in limbo. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Snyder's getting the numbers he wants in terms of the sale numbers. The guys like Bezos are being blocked. So uh, every, everyone's caught between, a, you know, kind of a rock and a hard place, so to speak. Yeah, Dan Lust is with us, uh, sports attorney. Uh, good enough to join us here. Uh, you know, co-host of the uh, Conduct Detrimental podcast, uh, sports law coverage. All you hear him and see him everywhere. Uh, good enough to join us here on Burgundy and Gold today on the Team Ninety via the BetQL guest hotline. All right, just as a as a regular guy out here who's done a, one or two of these, um, either refinancing or bought a home, where you have to have all this paperwork in, or you're basically not getting the keys. It did kind of blow me away to see that they were able to close on this loan, uh, this $55 million, without having the consent of the board of directors and apparently a paperwork they kept tolling, yeah, 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 we'll get it to you, we'll get it to you, we'll get it here. But yet this went through. I mean, this doesn't really reflect well on a lot of people here, but but certainly doesn't, you know, the bank itself it doesn't look good, too good for. And, and obviously, you know, when the, when the partners pushed in this thing, you know, it was Roger Goodell that just you know kind of came in here and was like, no, no, no we'll take care of this. We're just going to get you guys. <laughs> We're just going to get you guys out of the league. Uh, is that is that uh, is there anything that could come out of that in regards to you know kind of the sloppy nature of all of it? You know, I, I think we've we've long assumed right, and there's a story that came out probably you know maybe a little bit of a year right around a year ago with uh, the the team having two books right, the cooking yeah. the books allegations. You know, they were underreporting. Uh, you know, team revenue, and it was actually, uh, you know, diverted from, like, Kenny Chesney concerts and Navy tickets. So, you know, the, the fact that the books might be cooked, not, not a shock to anybody. But, again, another new piece of this allegation is that these private expenditures that were being run through the team, the allegations that, uh, you know, Snyder said that putting the private logo, uh, you know, the logo of the Redskins on his private plane cost $4.5 million. Like, I don't know, you could buy a fathead for like 20 bucks and slap that on a plane, right? Use some super glue. Right. It costs $4.5 million. So that's, that's really the, the question here. Um, you know, as, as a, you know, I myself am a lawyer. I don't just host the podcast, right? We do big corporate deals. We have due diligence rooms. We ask every question, and the deal doesn't close if we don't get the documents that we're looking for. So this is $55 million, right? Uh, if you read the report from ESPN, this talks about uh, money being spent on private planes, private cars, wine, and entertainment beverages. Some of that can be a business expense, but, sure. you know, $55 million, where's it going? Why wasn't it run through the minority shareholders? So that's got to be a question, right? And I think, you know, uh, well, I don't think we've touched upon it here, right? Bank of America, you mentioned it. They're kind of brought into this. 
that's the same bank that's helping Dan Snyder sell the team. Uh, and that seems to be the same bank that looked the other way when they didn't have the right documents. Getting shareholder approval, I mean, that's that's not like a, you know, a, a minor thing. Like, you know, we, we need clarification on, uh, you know, uh, the, the, someone's middle initial. Like, we need shareholder approval for this $55 million transaction. So, yeah, a couple elements of this that are new, and I and I think big, right? Bank of America and NFL have not been players that people have been going after that hard. It's really been a Dan Snyder, uh, you know, kind of expose. But now, uh, now we're looking at banks. I mean, how, how deep does this thing go? Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, we're, we're getting talking to Dan Lust here. I uh, got Conduct Detrimental podcast. Don Venata is going to be with you guys tonight. Is that correct? We did. We got Don. Don's nice. been with us, uh, I think, twice on, this, okay. uh, on the commander stuff. But nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should we should mention one more thing. Sure. Um, did you did you catch that little nugget that that Beth Wilkinson was actually hired to do a written report? I was just going to ask you about that. We did mention it in the open, but I was going to ask you about that. I mean, how fascinating is that? And you pointed it out today on Twitter. I think it's worth worth repeating for everybody. So I'll let you go ahead and explain it. Um, well, I was going to say credit to Don. I mean, as, us as the, uh, I mean, you guys are like the Washington Commanders nerds in the story. We're the law nerds, and I'm <laughs> right, like, right. I've always, I've always wondered, right? And I've, I've conducted large reports for clients, and there's usually entails, right? Like, I don't know, 90 day status reports or 50 day status reports. There's a lot of writing, right? Not a shock to to you or any of your listeners that mm-hmm. lawyers write a lot. We read a lot. Now, I was always concerned, like, what, what was she retained to do? How does this end up just being an oral report? And then, you know, again, some of the stuff people can say it's conspiracy theory and people are wearing tinfoil hats. Sure. She was retained specifically in writing, according to Don Bandana, to write a written report. But as it got closer to the finish line, they did not want a written report. So you could say they're protecting Snyder. But I, I think this is where, at least in my head, where the allegations have changed a little bit. It's maybe too easy to say they were protecting Snyder. Right. Maybe it's a, a concept of, hey, we as the NFL need to protect ourselves. Yeah. We need to protect the shield here. So we don't – hey, a written report, Snyder, you don't want one? Guess what? We don't want one either, and we're paying the bills for this particular attorney. So guess what? A little bit of a change order, right, if anybody does a contract or you know, <laughs> contractual work or anything like that. Uh, it's good. Good to do a written, an oral report here. It'll save us a couple bucks, and we don't actually want it. So um, I thought that was interesting. It's not just people kind of surmising. That was actually in the engagement letter that they deviated from. Yeah, and this is, again, all this U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Virginia investigating a lot of financial proprieties uh, by Snyder and the commanders. So uh, the inquiry began last year. Part of the House Oversight Committee sent a letter to the FTC. So this is kind of where we are. These things are coming out. And, you know, I, who knows if there's anything more to it uh, as we go forward here. But I, as, as you see it from a legal standpoint, I mean, because this happened so long ago, these these partners, you know, went ahead and took the buyouts, if you will. Is there really any recourse uh, beyond that, except that, you know, it's just, a, you know, makes everybody involved look bad? Uh, yeah, there certainly is legal recourse. I mean, that's exactly what the prosecutors, federal prosecutors in Virginia are looking at, right? Sometimes, you know, and you can talk about this in any context, it doesn't have sure. to be securities fraud or, or financial fraud or even like a criminal case, if you have a complaining witness, right, let, let's say it's um, some type of domestic violence type incident, right? In certain states, if the, you know, the person that you're involved in this incident with doesn't want to cooperate, there's really no case, and the case will eventually yeah. dissipate. There are other states that have kind of looked into that and said, well, just because, you know, um, you know spouse doesn't want to cooperate, we still should be able to pursue and, and you know, issue an arrest, right? 
So that's maybe a context your listeners are more familiar with. Yep. But here, right, you don't necessarily need the cooperation of those minority partners. I'm sure, right, and I don't, I don't know this, but I, I would I guess to say they've signed those NDAs, those confidentiality agreements, and they're not allowed to cooperate um, you know, with the prosecutors absent some type of subpoena or something like that. Um, but if you read this article, if you read what ESPN got their hands on, the arbitration petition, some of the submissions as part of that case, the prosecutors might be able to have enough even absent the you know minority shareholders cooperation. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people involved with this organization. We've seen, you know, together maybe even 100 former employees testify in front of Congress about fraud that went on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you don't necessarily need the three main players if there are other people around the organization that have, you know, uh, evidence of this. So, uh, again, if you read this report by uh, Don Van Nott at ESPN, a very well-sourced report. We know, uh, right, that Dan Snyder is not afraid to threaten to sue people for defamation left and right. Uh, and if ESPN felt comfortable running this report, you have to feel pretty confident. It was pretty well-sourced. And maybe there are other people willing to go on the record to this prosecutor's office and kind of substantiate these charges. And, yes, potentially follow through, um, you know, with some real serious uh, fraud allegations, fraud charges. What would um... – you know, what would be a, a, a type of punishment uh, somebody with, with fraud allegations of this sort could face? Is it well, just fines? I mean, Is it jail time? I mean, you know, let's let's cut to the bottom of it. Uh, I, I mean, listen, I, am I going to be one that's going to say that a billionaire like Dan Snyder is going to end up in a prison? Like, no, I'm not going to be right, the one to predict right. it. But, but the way this is couched is that these are, in theory, right, if you're not a billionaire, these are a type of fraud allegations, $55 million, where you could end up in jail, right? People are familiar with what happened to, to Bernie Madoff with the yeah. fraud that he ran. Uh, I mean, that's a billionaire, right? Ending up behind bars. It's certainly happened before. Do we, is this anywhere near Madoff levels? No, it's not. You know, billions mm-hmm. upon billions and hundreds of millions, but it's still a really important allegation here. So do I think Snyder's going to end up in jail? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But do I think he could be assessed with, you know, the, the threat of potential jail time and force him to settle? Sure. I mean, the, the Virginia Federal Prosecutor's Office has been looking at this for several months now, and they're not going to confirm you know, uh, these these investigations, and they're not going to, I mean, uh, let me phrase it another way. Yeah. They would have denied that they were really looking into this had this not been true at all, but they've been sitting with it. ESPN's reporting it. Other outlets reporting that the prosecutor's office is looking at it very closely. So, you know, uh, I don't know. We could talk about any number of sports contexts, legal contexts. Sure. If there's really nothing to a case, open and shut, you close it, you say you've closed your file, there's nothing to do here. But they're sitting with this for a couple months, and I, I think they understand the significance. No doubt. All right, Dan Luss, we appreciate your uh, time, your insights, your knowledge today. Uh, you can give Dan a follow on Twitter at uh, Sports Law Lust. And again, Conduct Detrimental, a Con Detrimental podcast tonight uh, as well. You can follow him there on Twitter for the uh, podcast and you see him and hear him on ESPN, ABC, CBS, and Fox. And again, thanks so much for your uh, insights today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right, thank you. Dan Lust joining us here on Burgundy and Gold today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.